You're listening to the It's Her Time podcast with Cody and Jess. Welcome back to the It's Her Time podcast. My name is Cody Sanders and I'm a holistic health practitioner and functional nutritionist and the host of this show. And today I have a very special guest, Corinne Beaumont. She is the founder of Know Know Your Lemons. And as you know, I think all of us know that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But in this episode, we're going to talk about how to take it beyond just awareness, but go into action. There's some incredible information that Corinne has been spreading all across the entire world. How many people have you been like spreading this message to? Millions. Uh, Billions. Billions. Yes. Billions. 1.85 billion people have seen our work and it saved lives. And we're excited to share it with you today. It's saving lives. And I cannot wait for you girls to tune in and listen all in on this conversation. But before we do that, let's join Jess for a Mixers Girls Say. All right. For Mixers Girls Say, I have another fun one of our Mixers Girls team. This is Brittany. And Brittany is our chief marketing officer. Say hi, Brittany. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. My first ever. I know. And hopefully we'll have many more. This has been fun. We've been bringing on some of our team members so who are actual Mixers girls yes. and having them come on because so many of you write in wanting to know a little bit more about our team. And we are just, we are so proud of our team. We have the coolest girls ever. They're fun. They're funny. They're smart. And we are so happy to have Britt. She's been here exactly one month. Yes. And I'm um, already just killing it and uniting everybody. I, I love and appreciate you, Brett. No, I yeah. appreciate you. It's been a blessing to be here. I've been other places and like to be in a place where it's all women in a supportive, authentic, to your point, like intelligent and just mm-hmm. business oriented space. It's It's really beautiful. It is. It is. All right. So since we are so close to Halloween, okay, we're kind of having fun. And I wanted to, you know, have you, of course, get to know Britt and some of the other girls that we've had on these segments. But also, let's just have some fun for Halloween, okay? We love Halloween. All right. So we're going to talk about Halloween costumes, okay? So what I want to know, Britt, is are you the type of girl that when you dress up for Halloween, do you like, are you cute? Or are you funny? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got the sexy Halloween looks going on we a lot do. of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, my answer is I am being Job of the Hut <laughs> this year for Halloween. <laughs> my kids are being Luke Skywalker, and they said, Mom, you should be Leia. And I said, Never. <laughs> Never. I'm being Job of the Hut. I have been um, a dinosaur three years in a row. Yes. Um, so yeah, does that answer the question? I love that. I love that. I mean, nothing wrong with being Princess Leia. That's Correct. fun too. There's so many, like so many cute costumes that it's are out true. there. It's true. It's yeah. true. I just love to um, just make it weird <laughs> and shocking and just wild. But yeah. yeah, kudos to women who like get beautiful and sexy and like I support it. I support it too. I am not one of those people. Yes. My I'm the, sad about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm the person that you, your husband's a little sad. Yeah. I well, think you know, so. there's other days besides Halloween Correct. that you can, you know, Correct. do that. So, but yeah, so I, I tend to like to do funny things too. Like I, I'm not one that ever is like going for the sexy. Also what's, some, probably, what's some from you? Well, that's hard to, I usually try to, my husband and I, my husband's really good at doing costumes and the things that we do are things that like people wouldn't really know whether you're wearing a costume 
or not okay. unless they actually okay. know you. Okay. And so when, if they know you and then they see you coming in, it's like, it's so funny because you look so legit. So I for instance, that. my husband's kind of more of like a, he dresses kind of like a skater. He's from California. Okay. He, he has that kind of look, yes, right? Yes, he does. Well, he, one time, it was so funny. People did not recognize him at all. And it wasn't even like he had this great like disguise. He had just grown like a Fu Manchu. You know what I'm talking about? Those <laughs> yes, little, yes, yes. He had that on. He put on like a little like trucker hat and like a button up kind of Western shirt. Okay. Had a huge belt buckle, some cowboy boots and some Wranglers. And I mean, he looked like any guy, you know, like a yeah. lot of guys that I grew up with, you know, here in right. Utah. But because it looks so different than what he normally looks like, it cracked people up and it was so, so funny. So he's, it's convincing. See, it's, people won't believe I'm Jabba the Hutt. They won't no, because that's, yeah. Yeah, they won't believe that. One year, um, we were between two ferns. Oh. So my husband, like, played a very convincing ga- Zach Galifianakis, and I was a fern. Uh, see, creative. <laughs> creative. It so. was not very well executed, <laughs> but yeah, creativity, No, man. but it's fun, and that's what it's all about. Yes. So I love, I still love to walk around and see the trick-or-treaters. I know. And, you know, know. it's just fun. And Kids and adults like alike. So it's yeah. fun. So whatever you are dressing up to be as Halloween, I just hope you have so much fun. Yes. And we would love to see. So if you wanted to post on our Mixers Girls community, post a picture of you in your Halloween costume or share some funny stories of what you've dressed up as in the past. Mm. All right. We'd love it. So Happy fun. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Let's get into the episode now. Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all natural, backed by science and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at mixers.com. M-I-X-H-E-R-S. All right. Like I said in the intro, we're so excited to have you here, Corinne. Thank you so much. This is your second time on the podcast. Yes. That's because I feel extremely passionate about educating women on breast cancer prevention and treatment, diagnosis and then treatment, all of it, because I think so much is emphasize, like I said, on awareness, which is so great, so great, but mm-hmm. not enough. We need to understand better because um, I've shared on this podcast many times about my own sister who was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer at the age of 32, not at an age when it was even something on her radar. And in it, the whole diagnosis happened because as a 27-year-old, as her younger sister, I noticed a lump and had to fight for somebody to give me a mammogram. I They were looking at me like I was just out of my mind, crazy. Why would you need a mammogram? You're in your 20s. This isn't something important. But right. I went, got the mammogram. Luckily, I was um, there was nothing there to be concerned with, but it inspired my sister to go and um, and get a mammogram on an area that she felt was she was maybe feeling like was a little out of sorts. And so, and that's what led to the diagnosis. So it's so important, no matter what age or phase of life that you're in, that you understand what it is that we're actually looking for and then what we can do about that. So that's what this whole conversation is going to be about. So tell yes, everybody a little bit about you and how this all became 
How did you become the founder of Know Your Lemons? Yes. So um, my story is a personal one as well. Um, I lost uh, actually three grandmothers to breast cancer and a really close friend. And um, I was getting my master's degree in graphic design the time my second grandmother died Mm -hmm. and just realized that breast health information isn't talked about. True. And one of the reasons for that as a designer is because we're not presenting the information in a way that's engaging or interesting. And I just thought as a designer, I could change this. I could make it really easy to start breast health conversations by having a way of looking at it differently. Mm. So um, I, I was looking at visual ways to show breasts um, using metaphors. So I looked at jugs and cones <laughs> and, and melons. I photographed all kinds of different things. And then I came across um, this idea of what if I used lemons? Mm. Because lemons have nipples. Yes. They have skin and pores and and everything. And if you cut a lemon navel to navel, you it actually looks like breast anatomy. You've got like you the milk so ducts inspired. Yeah. that are coming through. Um, and a cancerous lump often feels hard and immovable like a lemon seed. Mm. So being able to illustrate breasts using lemons mm-hmm. meant suddenly we could talk about breast cancer anywhere. Right. Um, so it, it, while I was getting my master's degree, I um, came up with this idea of having 12 lemons inside of an egg carton to illustrate the 12. Yeah. 12, 12. symptoms of breast cancer. And so what I did is I used Photoshop to manipulate all of these lemons so that way it would be really easy to look at it and say, oh, here's all the symptoms of breast cancer. Um, and today, um, those symptoms are in 34 different languages, which is, which is really exciting. Educating a lot of people because we're only told about a lump. Right. And a lump is the most common sign of breast cancer, but mm-hmm. it's not the only one. Mm-hmm. And um, we did this study in the Netherlands where we asked women who had been diagnosed with breast cancer... Um, how many symptoms did you have at the time of your diagnosis? Right. Um, 11% said they had more than one symptom. So then showed them the 12 signs of breast cancer and said, okay, can you please select which of these symptom or symptoms you had? Mm-hmm. After that, 44% said they had more than one symptom. And what that's saying is that we don't always recognize as women, when we're diagnosed with breast cancer, all the symptoms that we're currently having. Right. Um, health uh, workers don't always know all the symptoms of breast cancer, but with this one picture, we can teach you in 60 seconds mm-hmm. the things you should be looking out for. And it's really helped women advocate for themselves because they they see the image. Maybe a couple years later, they're doing a self-exam and they go, hold on, this is a change. They go back mm-hmm. to the picture. They get information. They use our app so they know how to talk to their doctor and what tests to ask for. And then they're able to get diagnosed at earlier stages because when someone is diagnosed with breast cancer at stage one, the survival rate is 99%. And until we have a cure Mm -hmm. for breast cancer and all the different kinds of breast cancers, we need to find it early, right? So Mm -hmm. like awareness is great. Yes. We know that breast cancer exists. We know that. (laughs) I think probably every single person listening or watching this today has experienced either personally or they have a loved one who has experienced breast cancer. Yes, everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So like every, it's like just some statistics with that. Every 14 seconds around the world, someone Mm -hmm. is told you have breast cancer. It's the most common cancer in the world of all the cancers. Breast cancer is the most prevalent. Um, And there's, you know, 
a lot of things that we know that exist. It's out there. We might have relatives who have had breast cancer, um, but we don't really know the actions that we should be taking mm-hmm. when it comes to our breast health. And right. like, for example, self-exams. Right. So we had a class today. We did. We took the entire Mixers team through this incredible class that Corinne and the Know Your Lemons crew has available. And we'll, of course, put links in so that you girls can take advantage of this as well. But yeah, we had this class today. Mm -hmm. So we do corporate education programs where employers can have a Know Your Lemons class for all of their employees. It works for men and women. So we're having this class and I asked the question, how do you feel about self-exam? Right. Like, like how many of you feel confident yeah. and you do it every month? And your your hand was raised. I well, yes. Right? Yes. Because you you because know your lemons. <laughs> I know, I know my lemons, but I still Karen, I still learned a lot. You know, I I'm it's on my radar because of my sister and the family history there. And so, and then obviously because I've been in the health and wellness world for so long and work with women's hormonal health. So I've worked with so many women that have gone through breast cancer. Um, and so, yeah, it's on my radar. So I'm really good about doing my self-exam and I've tried to learn as much as I possibly can how to do it right. But still, even with the knowledge that I've received, there's still so much I learned. That's what I love so much about Know Your, you know your Lemons is because I learned so much more about signs that I wasn't necessarily aware of to, that it was important to pay attention to. So we'll put a, an image on our screen of the, the 12 signs in the little egg carton with the lemon so that you girls can see what we're talking about. If you are just listening and not watching, then make sure you go to the link so that you can um, pull this up on your phone or whatever you're listening to it, uh, to us on. But um, yeah, lots of incredible things that I learned as well. So yeah, but yeah. there weren't very many people. There, yeah, yeah. Weren't, weren't very many people. And yeah. I'm guessing of those of you listening and watching, yeah. you yourself are thinking, I'm, I'm not super confident with my self-exam. No, the majority were like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, maybe you've tried a self-exam once and you felt a bunch of lumps and it got yeah. a little confusing. And then you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then you just kind of like, it drops mm-hmm. off your radar. It's just totally. not a priority. I know how many of us have felt that. We go in, we find a lump, we're like, oh, either terrified or we're just not even sure if we're noting, knowing what to look for. We're not yeah. sure if it's something to be concerned about or not. So yeah. So, yeah, so in our class, we talked about breast anatomy mm-hmm. because we don't learn about this in school. We learn about every part of the body except for breasts in school, <laughs> so right? So true. It's so, it's it's so like, dumb, but yeah, it's yeah. true. It's like, because like, like breasts could, become sexualized, right? And so- Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're sexualized. They think, oh, people don't need this information, et cetera. But like, like if I asked you to name- like the parts of a cell, mm-hmm. or if I asked you to name like the parts yeah. of an eyeball, mm-hmm. right? You could probably name a few things, yes. but if I say, can you tell me what's inside your breast? Mm-hmm. I know. Think about it. How many of you girls know all of the different parts, of the anatomy of your breast? I mean, obviously I can't hear your answers, but just think inside your right. mind, like how well do you know your breasts? Yes. Right. So, so you know about a nipple? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that there's something inside that can make milk. Right. Right. Yep. But there are lumpy, bumpy things yes. inside of our breasts that are normal. And it's good to understand mm-hmm. that. So a self-exam is about knowing the landscape of your breast because everybody has a slightly different terrain mm-hmm. that's normal for them. Right. So these lumps that are inside our breasts are related to our lymph nodes and our lobes. Okay. And lobes will swell with the menstrual cycle towards mm-hmm. like the last half of the cycle. So if you've ever noticed your breasts get like tender. Yes, during and, that luteal phase, girls, you know exactly what she's talking about. And more, and more, there's mm-hmm. more lumpiness that's in there, right? That tends to be when we 
feel our breasts. Right. Because something feels painful. Something feels you described different. it like your breasts are talking They're to you. They're very talkative. I know, knew exactly what you yes. meant. They are talking to you. Fill like, them. Like, yeah. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Hello. Everybody, like, I'm here, yeah. right? So, like, our, our breasts talk to us, and we're like, oh, so we respond. Like, we feel, we're like, hmm, I'm noticing something. And then you might notice a lump or tenderness, and then it goes away in a week. And then you're like, well, did I imagine that? Like, what's going on? And that's actually just part of what we call a breast cycle. Right. So it's like a menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. We have a breast cycle. So the best time to do a self-exam if you're menstruating mm-hmm. is a few days after your period ends. So after you stop bleeding, a few days after that, the hormone levels are decreased. And then you do a self-exam then. So we have an app that will time it to your body. You put in what your menstrual cycle is. The lemon moves from day to day. It's really cute. It is so cute. And, and then it sends you a notification saying, mm-hmm. hey, today, you know, Knock, knock, self-exam o'clock. Which just happens (laughs) to be me today. I'm on day seven of my monthly cycle. And so today is the day. I usually will um, examine my own breasts about a week after I start my period. So, but it's somewhere within that range, you know, Mm -hmm. that five to nine days after you've started your period. And that's when- There's like a window. There's like a little window when like what Corinne was describing, our hormones are at a place that they aren't going to contribute to that sensitive, lumpy, you know, type of landscape. And so that's a good time for us to to do these self-exams. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So there are a couple of things people don't know about self-exams. And I know today in our class, a lot of people were like, oh, I had no idea. So I'm, I'm going to give you some self-exam secrets that shouldn't be secrets. They should be right. things everybody knows. Yes. But here, here's some self-exam tips. So one of them is to know what area to fill for. So mm-hmm. a lot of us think self-exam is just like the cup part of right. our bras, mm-hmm. but that's not where our breasts end. Our breasts actually extend up into our armpits and up to our collarbone, uh, to the bottom of our rib cage. That's the whole area that you should be filling. And that's because there are lymph nodes connected to our breasts that go up to our collarbone. Mm -hmm. They go into our armpit. Um, And so being able to fill that entire area is part of doing a full self-exam. Right. So that's that's tip number one. Tip number one, make sure you're expanding probably the area that you've been thinking is part of a breast um, self-exam. Yes. Uh, tip number two is to use two different positions when you do a self-exam. So the one you've probably heard of is to like put your arm behind your right. head, mm-hmm. right? And then lay flat on your back. That's really great because that's going to give you a flat landscape. It stretches things out, yeah. right? So that then when you're feeling like everything's flat mm-hmm. and and you're flattish, right? Flattish, Depen- yes. Depending on <laughs> stretched, it's stretched, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so you'll you'll fill that whole area, right? And then um, another good position is to stand up and like bend forward, like a candy cane, is how how we explain and it. And I had never, I mean, I've. I've talked to you, so I've known about this now for yeah. a while. But that was when I first heard this. I'd never heard of anybody yeah. describing like that that was a good position to do a self-examine. But it makes so much sense. So yeah. yeah. So, so what you do is you bend forward and you just like let your arms go limp. Yeah. Just like, just relax everything. Relax your muscles. Mm-hmm. Let gravity do its work. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is it's the opposite landscape, right? Yeah. So like when you're laying flat on your back with your arm behind your head, it's like, let's flatten everything out. When you're leaning forward with your arms in front of you, and then you're doing a self-exam that way, it's easier to fill your down to your ribs because mm-hmm. you need to fill all the way down to your ribs. Yeah. Some people do a self-exam and they're just filling like the top inch of mm-hmm. breast. 
right? You, you need to fill all the inches of breast. So the top and then the middle and the, and the, the deep level where you can so fill yeah, your not ribs. just the surface level, but the depth of it. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of think of it as like a three layer cake. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. You want to go through all those <laughs> all those layers. So light touch, medium touch, and then a little more aggressive. Just mm-hmm. get in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people ask what pattern is best. Should I like yeah. go around like a cinnamon roll swirl? Right. Should I go like up and down? I mean, that's how I was taught. Just yeah. a little cinnamon roll. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, as okay. long as you're covering that area and it makes sense to you and you're learning the landscape of what's normal for you, you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? I always kind of have this little bump here and this, mm-hmm. that. It's it's really useful if you feel something to check the other breast and see if that's Compare. also on the other side because mm-hmm. that can help you understand of like, oh, this is normal for my body. So being able to, um, again, just know it's normal for you. So that's the point of a self-exam. It's yeah. not, I'm, I'm going to look for cancer today. Right. It's, I'm going to learn the landscape of my breasts. I'm going to get really get familiar a little better. with what my normal lumps mm-hmm. and bumps are. So thinking about that, these normal lumps that are in our breasts, these, these lobes, these lymph nodes, they feel like soft cooked peas or beans. Mm-hmm. They can be moved, like they're movable when you push on them, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, they can get really swollen during that, that luteal yeah. phase. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll notice like you'll push on it and it hurts. Mm-hmm. So a cancerous lump, not 100% of the time. So I really want to emphasize that. Right. Okay. If something is different than your normal landscape, mm-hmm. it's a change that sticks around or gets worse or your instincts say, something doesn't seem right. Yeah. That's all you need to go to a doctor. Yes. Yes. We talk about that all the time. Trust your instincts. Trust your instincts. And then knowing what to say to your doctor is Mm -hmm. really important. So with our Know Your Lemons app, um, you can do a self-exam with Mona Lisa. She is mm-hmm. your audio <laughs> audio guide. She's your it's self-exam so coach. Mona Lisa, like the famous art piece, the Mona yes. Lisa. It's so cute. So yes. she has been doing self-exams for 500 years. And she's is an expert. She knows really her landscape. Good. She's yes. really good. Yeah, she and um, she will talk you through what each part of the breast feels like. We've had people say that they did the self-exam with Mona Lisa as the audio guide to really like talk them through the first time, help them really understand so it. They said they felt a lot more confident after mm-hmm. doing that with Mona Lisa. Um, some people said, I found a lump that I never knew was there. And I had been doing self-exams for a while. Right. Amazing. So that's, that's really helpful. So at the end of your self-exam with Mona Lisa, um, you can also do it with Napoleon. Okay. If you want Napoleon to yeah. guide you through to understand the territory. Sure, <laughs> sure. Breast. Why not? So Napoleon, um, he's very good. He'll uh-huh. tell you. Like he he <laughs> understands. Um, Napoleon is um, also useful for people who have had a mastectomy. Yeah. Um, people who are men, people who've had top surgery. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, we're very inclusive at sure. Lemons. We want to make sure everybody can get educated because anybody can get breast cancer. It doesn't matter how old you Which are. Which is probably a big myth that yeah. needs to be busted that only women get breast cancer. Right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Beyonce's dad yeah. um, had breast Beyonce. cancer. Beyonce's dad. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's information that all of us really mm-hmm. need to know and we need to support each other with that. So on the app, um, you can look up the symptom that you think you have, read a description about it. And if you say, you know what, I really think this is like what this is, then we give you a, a doctor's conversation guide mm-hmm. that you can use to have Love that it. conversation with Love your doctor. Mm-hmm. The main thing to know is that if you're concerned enough mm-hmm. to make that appointment, 
to move everything else out of your schedule, to make time to go to your doctor to say, I have a breast change I'm concerned about. That is all the evidence you need to yeah. get testing. Your doctor hasn't doesn't have to fill it too. Mm-hmm. Your doctor doesn't need to say, well, let's see if this sticks around for six months mm-hmm. before I refer you for testing to see right. if it gets worse. You having the concern is enough reason to ask for a mammogram and ultrasound. So in the US, that is the standard procedure. If you have an area of concern that they schedule you for a mammogram and ultrasound together. So a mammogram is going to do like an overview of like the whole breast, right? It's like kind of this big, you know, as we're using this this landscape metaphor, right? right? It's going to be like, here's like the full picture. Mm -hmm. And then an ultrasound is going to be, well, let's zoom in on this spot Mm. and understand it a little bit better. And with that ultrasound, what they're going to do is look to see if this is ruling out something like a a fluid filled Mm -hmm. cyst. Sure. Um, or some other things because there's lots of lumps that can develop, develop over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have something called a, a papilloma, which is a harmless something inside my breast. Is yeah. like the easiest way to explain it. Sure, but it's, it's, it's not cancer. No, right. Mm-hmm. But I needed to have that investigated and and looked at. And so, you know, if you go to the doctor, you mm-hmm. get the testing, and it turns out to be fine. That is peace of mind yeah. that allows you to start thinking about other parts of your body mm-hmm. <laughs> right. of your breasts, right? right. Um, we always seem to be worried about something or, or another, <laughs> right, that's going on with us. But it's really good to have that peace of mind to eliminate something. Um, if they're still quite not sure what it is after they're mm-hmm. looking at the ultrasound, then typically you'll be referred for a biopsy. Okay. A biopsy is taking a sample of the cells mm-hmm. so they can look at it under a microscope to say, what is this? Right. So, a mammogram, an ultrasound, it's about understanding shapes and some blood flow and mm-hmm. some other kind of things they have that that can help them to say, actually, this isn't acting suspiciously whatsoever. Right. Um, but something does seem a little bit unusual. Mm-hmm. The only way to definitively tell that something is cancer is to look at the cells under a microscope mm. and determine what it is. So okay. 80% of biopsies turn out to be nothing. So if you do... Um, needs to go all the way through to biopsy to test something out. Mm-hmm. Don't panic. Right. Um, okay, good. But really feel, you know, I would say you are so smart and you are so amazing for looking after yourself mm-hmm. to say something doesn't seem right. I really would like to take care of this and understand and to ask for the testing and, and that sort of thing Sure, is is really important. Yeah. The knowledge is power. We talk about that all the time and about how it's better to test than just guess. And so that stress that can come from not knowing sometimes can actually, you know, lead to a worse outcome. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important for exactly what you're just saying. Feel empowered, go in. If you feel something needs to be checked, you have a concern, it is valid. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's all the evidence you need. Is yeah, like, I have I have a concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, also, we talked about risk. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, there are lots of things that can increase your risk for right. breast cancer. Um, and so, on on the app, everyone today did the risk assessment, mm-hmm. and it will talk you through everything. So you might think you know your risk, but you actually don't know know your risk. So yeah, it was good. It went in depth. Yep. Yeah. So we talk about things like lifestyle factors. Yes. Um, and uh, genetic things or um, all all kinds of stuff. So one of the really interesting things that we use to explain risks is that it's a lot like having tickets in a raffle. 
Yeah, right. So I you like might this analogy. It was you, good. Mm. You you might buy a hundred tickets for a raffle and you're gonna have a better chance of getting selected, but you're not guaranteed that you're going to be selected, right? Or you might have two tickets in a raffle. And that's gonna mean you're not going to have a great chance of getting selected, but it doesn't mean you can't be selected. And that's what risk is like for breast cancer. You might have a lot of tickets. It's a raffle you don't want to win right. now, right? <laughs> it's, it's a bad raffle. Yeah. Um, you you might have more tickets than somebody else, but that doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you will absolutely get it or that you can't get it. It's just about what do we do to reduce the number of tickets in this horrible raffle, right? So um, avoiding alcohol is a really big, big one. one. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is directly linked to cancer, um, smoking, um, a sedentary lifestyle, Yes. Um, that is also something that's really connected. Those are like the three main lifestyle things mm-hmm. is like what you drink, um, you know, sitting around, mm-hmm. um, what you eat, being healthy, um, being um, obese after menopause can mm-hmm. increase your risk for breast cancer. That's because fat, and I didn't know this yeah. until I was, you know, was looking into all this, fat stores and produces estrogen. I know. That's why when we go into menopause, we're still producing estrogen because we have fat stores. People think that estrogen just completely is like gone, gone. It's much lower, but it's because we do. We produce estrogen in other areas of our body. So it's good to know. Yes. And and estrogen can um, increase risk for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. When there's an estrogen dominant situation. Yes. Yeah. So, So knowing your risk is really important because if you have an increased risk for breast cancer, then there's a possibility that you should be starting mammograms before age 40. Um, you might be recommended to be doing a breast MRI as a screening tool if you're high high risk. Um, maybe ultrasound is going to be important for you. There's another thing called breast density. Mm-hmm. Having dense breasts can increase your risk for breast cancer. Breast density is not something that can be felt. Okay. It's about the makeup of the breast tissue. Mm. So we have fibroglandular tissue, and then we have fatty tissue. And the older we get, the more the ratio sways to fatty tissue in our breasts. Sure, Fatty tissue is easy to see through on an x-ray, which is a mammogram. And on, on a mammogram, a, a tumor shows up as white mm-hmm. and dense breast tissue shows up as white. Right. So if you have extremely dense breasts, mm. Um, people say it's like it's looking for like a pearl in a bowl of oatmeal. Okay, right? It's yeah. like it's gonna be it's gonna be a little hard to find, right? Sure. Um, and so this is why they they've got new legislation that just came out this month requiring mm-hmm. that when you get a mammogram on your report, it needs to tell you what level of breast density you have okay. and what that means. And how do they classify that? Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's A, B, C, D. Okay, density A mm-hmm. is. No density. Okay. D is extreme density. Mm-hmm. Um, how this is determined is the radiologist will look at your X-ray from the mammogram mm-hmm. and looking at two breasts cumulatively. So, like okay. overall, what is the density? And they eyeball it, but they're yeah. they're looking at these scans all the time, okay. right? So they have so, an expert eye. Yeah. But, okay. And so they look at it and say, mm, "This is C density. This mm-hmm. person has dense breasts." So. C and D density is considered dense breasts, mm-hmm. but there's also like low C, high C, because this isn't like a, 
our, our breasts neatly fit into mm-hmm. four categories of density, right? right? It's a range. Mm-hmm. Um, one breast can have a different density than the other breast. Um, and not the entire breast has the same density. Mm. So it's it's like a cloudy right. type of picture. It's not like consistent. So if, if you mm. have... Um, a, a tumor that's hiding behind dense breast tissue, right. it's going to be harder to, to spot, spot on a mammogram. And mm-hmm. So, and that, and that's the purpose of understanding what your breast density is, mm-hmm. is to maybe determine what, like whether a, a mammogram is going to be effective or not, or what is it? Why yeah. is it important for us to so know? So there are, there are different types of mammograms. There's like a 3D mammogram okay. that mm-hmm. can be really useful. Um, and that can help look through dense tissue better. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also supplemental screening ultrasound, mm-hmm. um, and that can be useful too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's good to know that the more things you look at it, so if you think about it, like I'm going to have binoculars look at this, yes. and then I'm going to have this other thing look at this. The more you're looking at something, the more likely mm-hmm. it will be that something's going to crop up because you're watching it so closely. Yes. So knowing that though, mm-hmm. like helps you understand like, Things might crop up that we're going to have to investigate, and that's just part of this process because we're we're monitoring, we're watching closely. So mm-hmm. things like that would usually only be um, recommended if there's like a increased risk for breast cancer, sure. um, or if it's really extremely dense breasts where mammogram is really having a hard time. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of times women will say, "Well, how come we don't start mammograms earlier?" Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason is mm-hmm. because we have such dense breasts. At, at the this younger, younger age, mm-hmm. yeah, like in our 20s, that a mammogram is going to be like, well, I'll take the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it, it might not be easy. Also, um, black women have mm-hmm. denser breasts than their white counterparts. Um, Asian women have very dense breasts. Yeah. Um, so it's good to know this information because mm-hmm. it can increase your risk for breast cancer. So being able to talk to your doctor to make sure you are having the right testing can be really useful. Our app walks you through all of this. That's it so helpful. Explains all of it because it's a lot of information. There's some risk factors that mm-hmm. maybe we wouldn't necessarily be aware of, and to know that even our ethnicity could, you know, possibly mm-hmm. be contributing to our risk factors. Um, you didn't mention um, thermography. Is that something that you're familiar with? Uh-huh. Because, okay. Um, because I know that that's something that um, I have used and because of, I didn't want to have as much um, exposure to radiation. I know my my sister with breast cancer has used that and it detects like heat and wherever there's breast cancer, there is heat. And so sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. So thermography can be something that if you want to add that to your screening mm-hmm. routine, yeah. um, there's no harm in it. No harm at all. Um, yeah. But it's, it's not recommended to replace a mammogram because a mammogram is still the gold standard of this. Um, you know, and technology is evolving more and more. Mm-hmm. And so as new tools come in, better ways of looking at things develop, like we're, you know, what we're talking about now, 20 years from now, I, we're going to have completely different options for yeah. how to investigate things inside the breast. Um, I was able to do a um, a, a scan um, on, on this like papilloma that I was telling right? you about okay. that I have. So... Um, the thing with this lump that I've had is like, it's never grown. It's never changed size, which is great, but it talks to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's really annoying. Yeah. And so I'm always like, is this really okay? Cause this still is like, does it ache? What it is it? Aches. That it it aches. hurts. It's okay. like, it, it's a real pain. Yeah. And, um, and so, um, this, this company has this new technology where they use lasers and 
cool. and sound, sonic yeah. use, to be able to look inside mm-hmm. to really understand more about what's happening inside of that mass. Um, and, and that's that's how they were able to say, mm-hmm. oh, this is behaving exactly like a papilloma. Mm-hmm. So that was really useful, which meant I didn't have to get a biopsy because mm-hmm. we had so much information from this. So mm-hmm. as as new technology comes in, then these like things will change. But in the meantime, this is what we have to work with. Like right. this is this is the best thing we can do. So a mammogram, you know, we've talked a lot about the limitations here, but a mammogram can find a cancerous lump before it can be felt. Mm-hmm. And if you can find cancer before it starts presenting symptoms, you are in such better shape mm-hmm. than if you wait until it's a huge it percentage. Sh- yes. Will you share that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, a lot of people find um breast cancer by noticing it themselves. Okay. Um, in the Netherlands, it was about 50-50. 50% found it with the mammogram, 50%, 50% found it first with noticing it on their own body. So we need both tests mm-hmm. to really help us understand our breasts um, and then understand like the limitations and understanding us personally, right? Because these recommendations are meant for mm-hmm. the general public. right? So if you do the risk assessment on the app, then you'll know exactly what your risk factors are. And then you can talk to your doctor about your screening plan and make sure that you are on the right thing. Exactly, exactly. And that's the whole point. And I love it that you make it so easy, user-friendly, something that is actually fun. If if I can say that, you know, it's it's actually fun, something that you'll look forward to. And you know, at Mixers, that's what we're all about too. We try to make health easy and fun and delicious. And that's what you girls are doing over at um, Know Your Lemons is you're just trying to make this like something that is educational, but Mm -hmm. also just motivational to like to do this on a consistent basis. Yeah. Yeah. Because lemons are cheerful. Yes. They're, they're friendly. And by using this simple object of a lemon, we can open up conversations about breast health that have never happened before. So we are using this in schools. We're teaching teenagers about breast health um, and they love it. They really enjoy it. They go home, they tell their family about the app. They have a family history health conversation. Um, And it's, it's, we don't have to kind of hide this conversation anymore. Um, These lemons really make it easy for us to like get educated, know about the 12 symptoms, talk about it. Um, and this is how we're able to educate and reach so many people around the world is because we're making this conversation accessible and interesting to look at and fun. And so um, we were, we've, we've been nominated three times now for the Webby Awards. So Webby is like the Oscars of the internet. So cool. Um, yes, yes. And the last couple of years we have been named as one of the top five health and fitness apps so amazing. in the world. Against who? Big people. Against Nike Fitness, yeah, no big Apple deal. Fitness, um, <laughs> and some other like really big health organizations. You know, so cool. we have as a charity, we have the same budget as Apple to like develop apps. Yeah. So it really wasn't like that big a deal to be yeah. named alongside Apple. That is right? a big deal. <laughs> that is a huge deal. No, <laughs> but the, the reason why we're nominated yeah. is not because we have this amazing marketing budget or like yeah, millions right. of dollars to <laughs> to spend on development because we do not. It's because. As a designer, mm-hmm. I'm able to create an experience that's yes. interesting and fun to use. Different. And people see that. Like design can really make a huge difference mm-hmm. 
in how we choose to engage with information or stop and look at something. And so that's why this 12 signs of breast cancer image has been so popular online and reached so many people is because people see it and they go, you know what, I'm going to reshare that. And then they share that and then a friend sees it. And then down the road, they're able to, to get diagnosed earlier because they had this education. They had this confidence in knowing what to do, knowing what to ask for. And that's that's really what the app is about. So the app sends you monthly reminders, time to your body. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't menstruate, it will send you reminders on the first day of every month. Um, and it will teach you how to self-exam. It'll, t- it'll help you know what to do if you notice something unusual. It will assess your risk so you can have that conversation with your doctor of like, hi, I think I have an increased risk for breast cancer. Here's a bullet point list of like the, the risk factors I have. And I would really like to talk about how we can set up a screening plan that's right for me. I love that. Yeah. I mean, how empowered do we feel going into the doctor with all of these? You yeah. know, that's that's why I do this podcast, honestly, <laughs> is I'm always trying to help empower each of us to feel like we can be our own best health advocates. And so I love that you just make this so easy for all of us. It's so great. Does it yeah. just feel amazing? Do you feel like you wake up every morning just feeling so inspired and just so like happy that yeah. this is what you get to do with it's, your life? It's It's hearing the stories of people that have said, because of this image, I went to my doctor and got diagnosed early. It's because of the app that I was able to find this lump I didn't know was there, right? It's it's those things. And it's hearing from women around the world saying how it like saved their life. And, yeah. you know, it's like their kids talking to say like, thank you for helping with my mom. Like that, that means so much. And so, you know, we, we invite everyone to be part of this. It's not just me doing this by myself. Yeah. I've got a great team. You know, we have, you know, partners in mixers that <laughs> yes. helps educate customers and employees, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then you can get involved too. We have volunteer opportunities where you can become yeah. a lemonista. Love it. And we will train you on how to teach about breast health. You can use all of our fun graphics and tools and um, you can join our 800 volunteer lemonistas in 60 countries. So you're, you're part of a, a global group that's out there spreading education. So cool. Um, you can do a monthly donation. That is a huge help. Like these apps don't mm-hmm. write themselves. Right. No. So, and <laughs> and we, you don't we, have Nike's budget yet or Apple's budget yeah, we yet. Don't, we don't have that budget <laughs> yet. But, um, you know, we, we make the app available for free. And usually so how cool. health apps make their money is they collect data. Mm-hmm. We don't collect anything. Nope. You're just we, helping like, people. Your, your health information stays on the app. Like only you mm-hmm. have access to that information. It never gets sent off the app to us or anything like that. That's really I important love and to appreciate us. that. We're like, yes. you own mm-hmm. your information. We're not here to sell it off to somebody else. So that's, that's really important to us. So the ways that people would make money off of apps, we don't have that. So we rely on donations and grants and mm-hmm. things like that. So... So that's that's really important. Um, and I know Mixers is doing a promotion. Yes, we are, girls. It's going to be awesome. And you can totally join in with us. So this week that this episode airs, we are donating, donating 5% of all of our proceeds to Know Your Lemon. So anytime you are purchasing any of our products, know that 5% is going to this amazing organization and doing a lot of good and helping to educate women and help support women through something that that touches all of us. And so it's something that we encourage you girls to, you know, buy something for yourself, but then also 
share this information with the girls in your life that you love because this is something that we can all win from. And so we're really excited. This is the second year that we have collaborated with Know Your Lemons. And like I talked about in the intro, it's something I'm very passionate about because I feel like this needs to be so much more than just awareness. I like that they're putting this awareness into action, that this education is really empowering women to be able to be their best, um, own, their own best health advocates and be able to feel like they have the confidence that they need in order to like detect and, and to do these self-exams and to ask the right questions and to yeah. talk about it with their families and make this something that isn't embarrassing or whatever. It's just, it, I love everything that Know Your Lemons is doing. And I'm so happy that Mixers is um, working with you and we will for as long as we possibly can, because this is something that we know touches so many of us and we're all about supporting you and your health so that you can live your best life. Yeah, Absolutely. And so, you know, a really simple thing you can do today. I mean, if, if you've listened all the way to now. Yes. We know we've got you. You all have, right? We, 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 we know that you're interested. You mm-hmm. want to make a difference. Something super easy you can do today is to go to any of our social media things for Know Your Lemons. So like Instagram, Know Your Lemons, Facebook, Know Your Lemons, Pinterest, Know Your Lemons. Um, at the top, we have pinned the 12 signs of breast cancer image. Just reshare it. Yes, yes. Um, a- another great thing um, that you can do is text a friend. And we we have this fun little thing where we say, uh, send two lemon emojis <laughs> Cute. And, and say, hey, do you do your monthly self-exams? <laughs> Just start that question. Yeah. And then through that conversation with your friend, you know, your breast friend. Mm-hmm. Your breast friend. <laughs> your breast friend. Oh, that's the cutest. Yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> you, can, you can say to each other, you know what? Let's let's get better yeah. at this. Like, and you can book your mammograms to go at the same time. Um, you can check in with each other, and every month send them two little lemons with a question mark saying, "Hey, have you done your self exam yet this month?" The app will keep you on track. So just commit together that you you want to be breasties. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then download the app, and it will keep you on track and and. It, it'll just be something that you'll feel empowered about because when we yeah. feel empowered about one aspect of our body, yes. that moves on to other things, right? Trickles down. Yep. It, it encompasses everything. So I love it. I love that Corinne is my, one of my breasties <laughs> and I hope that you've enjoyed getting to know her and the whole mission behind Know Your Lemons. And let's all be each other's best breasties, all right? And download this incredible app for free. Take advantage of it. Use it. Let's take care of ourselves. We deserve it. We deserve to feel our best and to be as healthy as possible. So thank you again for being a guest. You're always so helpful. There's so much wisdom that comes from you. So thank you for tuning in. Share this episode with all of the girls in your life. I always ask if you will. I'm going to tell you, please. I'm going to, I'm going (laughs) to. basically give you an order. This is your assignment this week is to share this episode with every girl in your life that you possibly think of because nothing could be more important. So thank you so much. Until next week, I hope you guys have a very happy and healthy week. Bye.